Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios, where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, wonderful pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. Welcome to the Fun and Gains Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and let the gains begin. Hello, hello, and good morning, Fun and Games fam, the best podcast fam ever. I love you guys so much, and happy Wednesday. I am so excited for today's episode. I'm always excited for the podcast. I just love coming on here and chatting with you guys, and today we have an especially special guest, Queen Kylie Ross. If you don't know who Kylie Ross is, you're missing out a little bit. She is a YouTube queen and is so inspirational and inspiring to me. I first met her at the last Whitney Gymshark pop-up and I was like, I need this girl on my podcast. I have become great friends with Kylie and I'm so excited for you to be able to tap in and hear her story. She was a D1 athlete playing soccer at Baylor University, you guys. That's a pretty big deal. She tore her ACL and had to take some time off and away healing from that injury. I'm so excited to hear from her on that story, how that has helped shape her and how she's grown through that experience because I know a lot of you have dealt with your own type of injuries and setbacks and how to overcome that, what we've learned and how we've grown through those. I also love how driven Kylie is. So we're going to talk about some of her experience with her business and how she's handling all of that and the stressors of life. And then we're going to end with some fun quick fire questions that I asked on Instagram. So we'll go through a couple of those. But Before we welcome Kylie to the podcast and start this episode, I want to give a quick weekly recap. I love this segment just to be able to give you all a little bit of an update on my life, what is going on, and I feel like this is where the almost best part of the podcast is because there's a lot of things going on. So I kind of talked about this on TikTok, but I have an ick for my gym. Like I just don't want to go to my gym anymore. I want to find a new gym. I'm so uninspired. I'm bored. I'm unmotivated in my gym. And I'm like, ugh. I came back from a trip. Like I've said, I've been traveling seriously all of May and June, and I'm going on a trip next week. So when you listen to this, I will be in the great city of LA, but I just came back to this gym and I'm like, gross. Like, I <laughs> am I being dramatic or is this something a lot of people experience is having an ick for their gym? So it's been a year. I'm going to go out and try to find a new membership and find another gym that I love. You just got to mix it up sometimes. And I just want to talk about that because maybe you're in the same boat or maybe you're feeling really uninspired. You've hit a plateau. You're sick of your gym. 
why can't we join a new membership? You know, when my, I, I'm just going to do it and do it with me. Let me know if you are the same way, but I've got to do some scouting out because I don't know how many options there are around me. I live in a city where, you know, we're not as blessed to have as many options as there were in Arizona. So it might take a little bit of time, but fingers crossed, I'm hoping I can find a gym that I love that I can call my home. And I'm trying to think what else. Basically, anytime that I'm not working, Vinny and I are outside. We're typically at the pool. We just had a pool party, which was really fun. And I think we're going to go to a splash pad later today with some friends and enjoy the nice sunshine, the heat that has finally reached Michigan. So summer is in full swing. It's really fun, but it's been a really good week for me. Honestly, I am so surprised at how good of a headspace I'm in. I don't know if it's because I have been traveling so much, so I haven't been so in the depths of work, but I feel very organized and put together. I feel like maybe taking a break has really helped clear my mind. So jumping back into work, I just have so much more creative thoughts. I'm getting more organized. I'm having such a thoughtful process behind everything, which has been really helpful. I genuinely don't feel like I remember really taking time off beside starting in May, which for me has been so rejuvenating and relaxing. I, I can't even describe it. I really feel like a a new person, you guys, but truly it's been really cool. And specifically when it comes to my work, I feel like I have to be organized, which is something I've really been working on and it's made such a difference. So that's really the weekly recap that I've got. And I hope you guys are all doing well. And without further ado, let's welcome Kylie to the podcast. Ooh. What is up, you guys? I'm fancy, right? I'm so fancy. <laughs> Can you guess who it is by the sound of her voice? Hello. <laughs> it literally is going to say it in the title. <laughs> and I'm probably going to do an intro. Oh before my this. gosh. <laughs> It's they Kylie. could never guess. <laughs> They'll it's never. <laughs> oh my gosh, I'm dying. Oh. Okay, you guys, we have Kylie Ross on the podcast, YouTube queen, aesthetic queen, gorgeous queen. Oh my gosh, you're <laughs> flattering me. Dude, I wish I could do these in person for real. It would be so fun. I know, I know. But it'd be we like- We could literally do it like in a few days, actually though. Like, actually, Okay, why don't we? I'm going to bring my mic. And we'll have a couple people. Okay. It'll be like, pass the mic. That'd be so that be fun? Kind of fun. We could do like a big Gymshark groupie podcast. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, whoever's down, we'll do that. That would be so fun, honestly. I so. know. Okay, I know. cool. I love that. That's a great idea. <laughs> We're making it happen. We're going to make it happen. I know. I guess this comes out Wednesday, so we'll already be there. We're in LA for the Gymshark Whitney Simmons little ah! event. Ah! So it'll be fun. You'll see all of our behind the scenes as we're recording this. It's going to be like real time. I'm going to be with you in person. They're going to be listening to us. Wow. Wow. Just all the things. All the things. So much Brittany and Kylie. <laughs> I love it. Oh, I love it too. Okay. Well, go ahead and give a little intro of yourself. Okay. My name is Kylie Ross. I am a health and fitness YouTuber and a Gymshark athlete. That's how me and Brittany met at the last Whitney event. Can you believe we've only met one time? Like, I feel like I've known you kind of forever. I know it's crazy. 
it is crazy. But um, I played Division I college soccer at Baylor University. And that's kind of how I got started on YouTube is I was just vlogging my like travel soccer experience. And then I kind of pivoted once I stop playing soccer obviously it has to end someday I kind of pivoted to like health and fitness just because that was like a huge part of my life and I was kind of figuring out what that looked like for me after college sports because um I had known nothing other than soccer so working out on my own for myself for like no other reason other than just to work out was like really weird for me and I was like there's got to be other people kind of struggling with this too so I just started like kind of pivoting my vlogs towards that. And it was crazy, like the amount of people who like related to that. And um, so, yeah, that's kind of how I got started on like the whole social media thing. The first time I met you, I was like, this is so cool. And I loved hearing your story because we were on the Whitney panel together Yeah, about just taking that first step after college. It's so weird trying to work out for yourself when you're so used to having somebody tell you what to do, how to work out. And you always have a goal and that's to either be faster, be better at your sport. So it's hard to have that like taken away. Yeah. It's wild. Cause it's like, now I'm working out for, I don't want to say no purpose, but no physical goal in mind. Like there's not like a game to be won or like things to get better at, I guess, like sport wise. So now it's like, okay, why do I work out (laughs) really? And like after college, that was like a big mind shift change that I had to make because, um, I mean, I still feel like I do a lot of like athletic type of workouts. Like I love like hit workouts, just something that leaves me like completely exhausted, but I was, I had to change my mindset on like why I was doing it. And that took me a while. (laughs) Yeah. So why do you now work out then? You know, I, I do a bunch of different types of workouts. So I feel like that kind of adds to this, but truly it's just like a mental release for me. If I, if I don't work out, I feel like it really does change the whole trajectory of my day, whether it's in the morning or the nighttime, doesn't really matter. But like, if I don't work out, I can really tell mentally, I'm like, okay, you just need to go and sweat and like, not think about anything for like at least an hour, go get your me time. So, um, yeah. And I've, I've been trying Pilates lately. It's destroying me. It's so hard. It's so hard. It's like, I don't even really like sweat in it, but I'm like, why is this the most difficult type of workout I've ever done in my entire life? Okay. It's wild. I am dying to try Pilates. I am scared. I am scared. But I feel like it's the small movements because I've done bar before. And did it's we very do- similar. Yeah. It's like high repetition, small movements. And I'm like, yes. I don't, I just don't know if I have what it takes to be endurance again. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. Right. Like, I know. And so I'm doing like reformer Pilates and it's so funny because every time in class, like you're supposed to go like slow. Like I'm talking like, she's like, if you're going faster than the person next to you, you're doing it wrong. Like you're supposed to be like six or eight second, like eccentric movements. And I'm like, I'm going to die. And I'm obviously over there, like repping them out. And she's like, slowly Kylie. I'm like, literally in class. I'm like, Oh, don't look at me. Literally. That would be me though. I, Oh my gosh. So it's just totally different. I feel like if I'm not going fast, I'm not doing it right. Yeah. But that's like wrong for Pilates. So yeah, it's a big, it's a big adjustment. You got to go dude. I need to. It's good. It's good. I'm I'm trying to go like three times a week and I, it's killing me. Did you find like a Pilates studio? 
Like a I go to Solid Core. Okay. Um, it's separate, but they're, they have them a lot of places, not in every state, but you can check and see if they have it. But I feel like any type of like reformer Pilates would work. Is yeah, reformer, are you on the like thing that moves with the straps? Yes. That <laughs> big slidey, scary machine. <laughs> I know the first time I walked in there, I was like, uh, what is this? I'm scared. Do I do yeah. <laughs> I do it's what? I'm scared. How, okay. How was it trying a new exercise? Is it like intimidating going to Pilates the it, first the, time by The yourself? first time it was intimidating. Cause I didn't go with a friend. Like I literally just went by myself and I was like, I'm scared and they're going to look at me and they're going to say, this girl has no idea what she's doing, but yeah. I feel like the instructors are really good. They like, they help you out. And I, I told her it was my first time. So she was like coming over and like adjusting my hips. Mm-hmm. And she was like, keep it here, do this. And I was like, I don't know. Coming from soccer, I'm like, nor- I'm like, it's fine if people coach me up. Like, I actually kind of like it, but I feel yeah. like a lot of people are like very intimidated by that. But don't be intimidated. It'll be yeah. fine. You'll be great. I feel like you have to go in it with an open mind of, okay, I know this is my first time. I'm not going to be perfect, let alone probably even good at it. So yeah. I know for myself, I'm going to have to just be like so humble and be like, please just correct me all the time because I I want to learn. Oh, yes. I've talked not like. It's a lot of planking. So I was like taking so many breaks. I was like, oh. why are these other girls taking breaks? Huh? Why am I the only one taking a break? My core. <laughs> oh, I feel like my was- core is finally at a point where I can work on that. Whereas like yeah. earlier it, you know, postpartum, I was like, my core yeah. can't take it. But I feel like, okay, I'm going to try it. I I've talked about this on the last two episodes. So Do when it. I come back from LA, I have to have signed up for some type of Pilates. I love that. I'm scared. I love that. We're doing Pilates in, in LA too. So former or probably just Matt. I think it's just Matt, but yeah. I don't know. Last time we did that, I was like dying. I was Wait, like, that was Pilates, but yeah, that was like Matt Pilates. And the girl who taught us, she's Leanna. I think that's her name. Yeah, I she's like, her on Instagram. She is like big time Pilates lady. Yeah. Like, like, yeah. She's it's, awesome. It's so funny. I didn't realize like how famous she was. I'm like, no, I she's know. like, she's the celebrity. Like when you go to Pilates, she's your instructor in. LA. I know. Like, I know. I'm I was like, like I, I cannot, I cannot believe we like did Pilates with her. It's wild. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Crazy. So crazy. Okay. Well, Brittany's Pilates journey coming up. Kylie's journey <laughs> in- inspired me feeling inspired. <laughs> I love that. Don't worry, you guys. I'll still hit the weights, but you know, it's fun to start trying something new. I just talked about this on TikTok though. Like, do you ever get an ick for your gym? Yes. I was, I, I literally just got, I switched gyms because I was like, I can't do it anymore. Yeah. What is that? I, yesterday I went to my gym. I haven't been for like a month, uh, you know, like on and off I've been traveling so much and I'm like sick of my gym. I like, didn't want to go in and I need to find a new one. So yeah. I know. I feel you. Cause it's like you go in there and a lot of times you're doing the exact same workouts that you do every single time in the exact same place, the exact same vibe, the exact same people around yeah. you. If you go at the same time, it just gets like, you're kind of like, okay, I need a break. I need something yep. else to change it up. Um, but like the vibe of a gym, it sounds so dumb, but the vibe of a gym affects my workouts so, so much. I was going to this new gym in Dallas and it's like underground. So there's no windows. And it's like super cool, super cool vibes. But after probably like two months of having a membership there, I was like, I am literally sad walking in here because there's no natural light. Aww. Like I just, it, it was great. Like the people in there were great, but I was like, I have to switch gyms because the lighting, 
it's so weird. It affected me like way more than I thought. So now I have a new gym. I, I love it. So it it's so true though. It totally affects my mood and my workout too, which makes me sound kind of lame, but it's not because it's a hundred percent true. That's a lighting happy place, you know, yeah, you've got to enjoy so, it. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, I've been at my gym for a year, so now it's time to switch it up. T- time to switch <laughs> new, new gym journey. I'm glad I'm not the only one because yes. I'm like, what is this a phase? Do I need to get over it? But yeah, it's not a phase mom. It's not. <laughs> so speaking of training, you're making your own app. I am. How do you feel when you say I that? Am. When you think of that, are you stressed? Tell it's just yeah. all the feelings, you know, like it's been a very stressful. I've been working on it for almost a year and a half now. Oh. And yeah, it's been a process because I'm building it from scratch. So basically I had to learn how to make app screens on my own, which I'm very like tech savvy. Like I love that kind of stuff. Um, and like graphic design is just like my bread and butter. Like I love doing that kind of stuff. And so I had to find a developer first and I was talking to him and he was like, you seem like you're a little more like tech savvy than the people that I normally work with. Cause he's like the people that normally come here, like mid forties, fifties, like wanting to create an app. And like, he's like, you seem like you actually kind of know what you're talking about. So he was like, go watch some YouTube videos. And he like encouraged me to go and design the app on my own. He was like, you, it'll save you a lot of money. And like, you want it very specific. So you should do this on your own. So I did it. I drew up every single screen. So every single time you had to click a button, I, I drew that. And once I was finally done, that took me like two or three months to do everything. I sent it over to him and then kind of the ball was in there for, and they just had to start like doing it. And we've been through either 15 or 16 revisions of the app so far. So like little tweaks, they send it back, little tweaks, they send it back, but the little tweaks take two yeah. or three or four weeks, depending on what they are. Um, but yeah, I'm just like so excited to have my own space that I can just control everything and put out the content that I want. And, um, I think people are excited about it. I'm excited about it. It's been like a dream of mine ever since starting social media. I was like, I love fitness and I would love to have like have my own app or like something. And, um, so it's just kind of like a pinch me moment that we're like almost done. So I'm, I'm so proud of you. Your Thank drawings, you. everything you share for it is amazing and incredible. And so on brand, it's so you, and it's definitely going to inspire and help so many people. So I'm so excited for Thank your whole you. journey. Yeah. That is so sweet of you. Thank you so much. Speak- yeah. It's been de- definitely like, it's taught me a lot of patience, but it's wild because I've learned so much about all these different programs and stuff, which I probably never would have ever done unless I like did this on my own. So yeah, it's been a journey. Did you major in communication or graphic design or anything, or it's just something you've always no. loved? <laughs> what did you, what was your major? Uh, biology. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to go to dental school. So I like did all the science classes, all of like everything. And uh, I actually have my master's in biology. So, but what you went going... back? No, I just, t- I took my fifth year cause with soccer oh, okay. for my ACL and stuff. And, uh, yes, yeah, so I got my master's with the fifth year, but I literally am not using any of my degrees. I'm like, that's good. That's good. Just sitting there. Fantastic. Great. You, I <laughs> didn't know I you had always... a master's. That's cool. I know it's wild. Whenever I tell, I tell people that they're like, what? I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm smart. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no big deal. 
Um, but yeah, I've always just loved graphic design. I don't know. Whenever I started editing my own YouTube videos, I did a lot of like research on YouTube. You can find anything on YouTube nowadays. Yep. So I was like, I had an iPad and I always loved like doodling craft, anything that had to do with like drawing. I was like, I love doing this. And then I got the iPad and I was like, Ooh, I can draw on the iPad. And then I kind of started incorporating that into my videos. And I just like kind of spiraled from there. And I realized like, there's so much that you can do with technology. And so, um, yeah, I just kind of taught myself how to do everything. I think that's cool. Props to you. I love Thank it. You. I did major in communication. So I feel like I have a little bit of help from that, but you just, just a given gift. So props. Thank you. (laughs) I wish I, I looking back, like, I know it all happened for a reason, but I'm like, I wish I had like majored in business or communications or marketing or something. I was like, that would be very helpful now, but it's fine. Science it is. Starting your own like business and everything. That's something you had to learn on your own an accountant how to start a business, all of that. Is that something? Girl, I'm still Still learning trying to figure it out. Like that that side of it is very hard for me. Like I'm more of like a creative mind. I love like the creative aspect of all everything. So when it comes to the business side of things, which I feel like most content creators are like this, but when it comes to the business side of things, it is very hard for me to like understand a lot of that because I don't have any background in it. But luckily both of my parents are accountants. So they, I know I'm like, praise the lord because i both? would not be making it yes yes literally both they're made like, for each other i love that yes. yeah it's so funny but also bronson like project c is probably the biggest thing that we've ever worked on like it's even bigger secret, than healthies in our app. secret project you know, a little secret project but we're I launching kind of- in hopefully like a month I want to know what it is, but you don't have to tell me if you don't want to, and definitely don't tell me on the podcast. (laughs) Yeah, no, I'll tell you, I'll tell you off the mic. (laughs) (laughs) That'll be fun. The inside scoop, but a bunch of people have already figured it out because we actually dropped like Bronson wanted to post this little post on his Instagram, and it literally had like our brand name in it, and a a few people figured it out. And, uh, so we let them follow like the Instagram and everything. It's funny, but yeah, we like made like a little story and said like, if you followed, you're very smart or whatever, but yeah, yeah, it's funny. Um, but yeah, he definitely has like taken the reins on like the business side of things. I'm taking the reins on more of like social creative content. So it's been, it's been fun working with him and like seeing him in that aspect of things. That's really cool. Do you guys work together then as a team? Does he have another job or is he like fully you two? He has another job. Um, but like, ideally he would love to do project C full time. And like, (gasps) he's so good at this. Like it's, it's none of this would be a thing without him, to be honest. Um, it's just, it's been wild. I'll, I'll have to tell you more about it, but it is, it's going to be huge. And I'm so excited. I'm so excited for you. Big moves. Okay. Wait. And backstory. Bronson is Kylie's boyfriend. If you didn't know. Oh yes. Sorry. Sorry about that. Yes. (laughs) If you don't know, you don't know. Okay. You're excluded (laughs) from the inward scoop. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sorry. Probably should have mentioned that. No, literally I talk about Darian all the time. I'm like, do people know he's my husband? I'm like, you know, if you don't know by now, just that random guy, you know, just, yeah, you'll just be guessing. (laughs) That is so funny. Okay. So oh you said you gosh. got your master's when your ACL, you tore your ACL. This yes. is college. Yes. Okay. So you so, had to take a whole year off or what was, let's talk about yes. the recovery because so many people are always like dealing with an injury, 
how that affects you mentally, how that affects you physically, especially in college with the sport. Let's dive in because that, that is always helpful. That was probably one of the most like traumatic things I've ever been through just because it just really knocked me back. Like I was not expecting to be affected by it as much as I was, but soccer had been my whole life. And I think you just don't realize how much something consumes you. Like it can be anything. It can be your job. It can be your sport. It can be school. It can be whatever. You don't realize how much of that you put your identity into it until it's like completely ripped away from you. And the timing of this all is just like, obviously like God's plan for my life. But I was like basically sitting the bench, like my first two years of soccer. And then I finally had one starting spot. I was like playing like center back, which is like, I don't know. It's kind of like a leadership position on the field. So like for me to have finally won, that was like a big deal. And I was like, playing, starting, like doing really well. And it was like two games before our like regular season had started. So it was still in preseason and I tore my ACL in Portland and it was like, just so horrible. Like, I didn't want to believe that it was my ACL and, um, it, I just really felt like, woe is me. And like, I didn't know who I was without soccer. Cause I had to like I was bedridden for like a while and like, you have to relearn how to completely walk, completely bend your knee again. And it's just very humbling when you go from like being a D one athlete to like literally not even being able to walk. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I just, that was really, really tough. And I, I know a lot of people who deal with this worry about like how their body's going to change or like, if they're ever going to get back to sport or if they're ever going to be able to like do what they did before, if they're ever going to be that good again. And I just want to say a little words of encouragement because it does, you will get through it and it, you will come out better on the other side, even if it feels like you're in the darkness right now, like you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel. Um, and for me, it's like, it's wild because my rehab actually took a year and a half, which is like very long for an ACL. And then even my senior year, I came back in the middle of the season and didn't play at all. So like my first four years of college, like I really didn't play that much, but then it's like my fifth year, I came back. I was a starter. I was a captain. Like it really just was like a full, full circle moment. And it's actually wild. My ACL, whenever I was going in for my red shirt, which is like your fifth year, like it was my injury fifth year. And that's also the year I started my YouTube channel. So it kind of just like all ties in together, but I actually only made the cut for my red shirt by like 15 or 20 minutes. Like if I had stepped on the field, the second half, I, I wouldn't have made it cause I would have played too much of the season. So they wouldn't have allowed me to stay my fifth year. Isn't what? that wild? I that know. Is crazy. It's so crazy. I literally get chills every time I talk about it. I literally like, have chills. It's, yeah. It's like, so obviously like what I'm supposed to be doing is obviously what I'm doing right now. So anytime I like kind of doubt that I like, like to tell myself that story. Cause I'm like, you're obviously here for a reason, but yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Just there's always a reason for everything. And that's kind of the story that I tell when people are like really struggling with an injury or like dealing with some, something that they don't know why they're going through it. It's like, there's always a bigger purpose. You just maybe not see, won't see it until like you're out of it. So, yeah. I love that because I totally agree. There's a lot of times where you are asking yourself that question of why is this happening? What's going to happen? 
And when you have experiences like that, I feel like those are life-defining moments where you can absolutely, you can always reflect back on that experience and say, you know, I've gone through something hard before I can do this again. Cause I have experiences like that in my life where I'm like, you know, I really struggled. That was a really low point, but I am where I am now because of that. So I can get through this next hurdle again. So just love that having a good mindset, even though it's hard and it takes time. You said a year and a half. I mean, that is a long recovery. Did you feel like you were ever falling behind? Like, how was that mentally? Because I feel like I would feel like I was falling behind. You're watching everybody who's in the same year of you, same year as you at Baylor. They're playing soccer. They're moving on in their life. And did you feel like you were left behind in the dust a little bit? Or I mean, mentally, how was that? It was really hard because like my class going into Baylor, basically my entire class was like very successful in their careers. They all like started and played from their freshman year, like pretty much all four years. So me, I I felt like I was just behind all of them a bit. And then having that ACL, it took me a very long time to come to terms with like, this is your story. Your story is very different from their stories, but it doesn't make it any less. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It, it was really hard, especially I had to get an actually another surgery in my rehab because no. I, I developed this like scar tissue thing and it was keeping me from bending my knee. And I was like, got to the point where I was running on land, which is like pretty far into your recovery. And yeah. my knee, it, I, I had no extension. So like it was permanently bent. So I was like walking with like a limp <laughs> everywhere. And like, I had started running and I was like literally running like so sideways. It was so bad. And they were like, maybe we should get you in there and see what's, what's going on. So it turned out I had to have another surgery and that's kind of sent me back more, but um, yeah. And then I feel like I had made all this like growth in my mindset during the rehab process. And then my senior year, I didn't expect to play, but there was a part of me that thought like, maybe, but I hadn't played soccer in a year and a half. Like, I don't know why I was expecting that. So that was another thing to where I had to kind of come to terms with like, I might be a bench player, but I can encourage the people in front of me and encourage the people around me and like give wisdom to other girls. It's funny. Cause one of my, well, I guess it's not funny, but one of my <laughs> best friends, she was a freshman my senior year and she was like doing so well playing as a freshman which is like pretty rare and um she tore her her ACL in pregame and I remember literally sitting on the sidelines being like okay this is you're gonna need to be there for her you're gonna need to like walk her through this and that's why I think social media is so crazy because it's like I feel like I've done that for a lot of girls that I haven't even met just by sharing my story online and I think that's why it's so critical to like share these like vulnerable parts of your life, you know? No, hundred percent, hundred percent. I feel like it's one thing to like tell somebody to do something, but when you can actually share an experience of personally, how you've overcome something, how you've dealt with the challenge, it is so easy to relate to that. And it's so, I feel like that's where I learn. And that's how I connect with somebody is sharing those open stories where it's not always easy, but it helps so many people. And it's always, always worth it, especially because, you know, that would have been nice if you had somebody to help coach you through it and just talk you through it. Like, Oh, I was just here. Like, it's going to be okay because it can be really lonely. 
when you're like, exactly. I mean, you've been waiting your whole life. You played through high school. You're finally in college. You're so excited. You're ready to go. I mean, a huge accomplishment getting into Baylor soccer, like seriously, that's amazing. So then to just have that, like, you know, cut, it's really, really tough. Yeah. It was definitely like a gutting moment, but looking back, it's like, I wouldn't change anything about it because if I wouldn't have torn my ACL, I wouldn't have gotten my fifth year. I wouldn't have started my YouTube channel. I wouldn't have created all these friendships and memories. I wouldn't have the job I have today. Like it just really chills. Chills. It's just like really changed the trajectory of my life. And it's wild. It's so wild. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Brit skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you into the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere, and it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. It checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to oseamalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. It is summertime. How do you feel? How do you feel about hot girl summer? How do you feel about healthy girl summer? What are your thoughts on this? I love it all. Like something you need to know about me is I refuse to put myself in a niche like I love everything yeah I, I literally love everything so like hot girl summer healthy girl summer wild girl summer whatever <laughs> you whatever kind of summer you want to have like go for it I kind of want to have all of them so um I'm so excited I'm so ready for summer I'm excited that it's here I think that's really cool actually very refreshing thank you. perspective I'm here for oh, it thank you I agree like do what you want to do you want to have a hot girl I summer? Can't. 
be it, do it. I know. I'm like, sometimes I feel like I need a niche, but at the same time, like I, this is just who I am. Like I literally just love everything. I refuse to like pick something. So sorry, (laughs) I won't do it. If you have some summer tips to share with the listeners, what would you, what would you give? If somebody wants to have a healthy summer, they're like, okay, it's my time to shine. I'm ready. It's warm out. What are your tips? Okay. I like this because I feel like I'm kind of, uh, getting my tips finally finalized for like what I want to do for summer. And first off, I want to care less. I want to care less about what other people think of me. I want to care less about trolls on the internet that leave rude comments. I want to care less about, I just want to like do whatever I want to do would do what makes me happy and like not care about other people's opinions on it. Um, but like physically I need to drink more water. I'm sorry. Like it's, I'm a camel. I am a straight up camel. I don't drink water. And I'm like, I know it's so good for you. Like God, at what cost? Like, seriously, I just cannot drink it. (laughs) And so I'm like this summer, girlfriend, you're drinking water. That's, that's one thing I'm going to do. And then my second thing I'm going to do is I'm really trying to walk everywhere and like bike places. Well, first off, gas is insanely expensive. (laughs) So I'm like, literally is killing two birds with one stone, but also I'm just loving the hot girl walks. Like I really am. So I'm going to try and like walk to the grocery store, walk to the gym. If I can bike to the gym, like doing all these things outside, just being active in ways that are not necessarily weightlifting and like running on the treadmill, like just trying to get outside and be in nature more. I feel like those are my top summer hot girl tips. I I'm with you. Yeah. What about you? I'm, I'm pretty good about drinking water, but care less. That's a good one. Care less about what you look like, about what other people might think about you. I don't know why I'm so why we put so much value in what other people think at times. So definitely always, always a good motto, always a thing to stick with. I feel like it really comes with the job, which you don't realize until you're like fully in it. It's like, you realize, Oh, these girls just like post pictures and workouts online, like whatever, but it's so much more than that. It's so sometimes it can be so mentally draining it's also very mentally fulfilling sometimes as well. Just mm-hmm. like connecting with people on a totally different level, like people you've never even met. I think it's like really wonderful, but also there are just people who love to stir the pot. Let me tell you. And I'm like, why can I get a hundred nice messages in a day? And the one yep. rude person in my DMs sticks with me all day long. I, I just, I'm so sick and tired of it. And I'm like, if I can just either learn to walk and move on and just let it go. Cause the only person it's affecting is me. They don't, they don't care. So it's like, if I can just learn to literally let it go mentally and just like, do not care what they say about me, I'm going to be much happier in the long run. And that's all that really matters. So yeah, we're trying, we're being Always. very like Zen. So yeah. <laughs> I'm there with you. It's hard to not let the one, I don't know why it's always the one. You can it's have the a one. million good ones and one person says one thing and you're like, that's what you fixate on. Why? I do. And it's like, it can be like the tiniest thing. Like they can, I don't even know. Like they can comment yeah. something about like my earrings or my ears. Oh. I'm like, why did that, why did that bother me so much? Huh? Why did, yeah. why did you just get to me with my earrings? Oh, they me. just know how to dig. They know. They oh, know. So rude. <laughs> they know. Our weakness. They'll always hate. It's fine. Yeah. 
it's a more reflection of them than it is on you. So that's what I, I know myself. That's agreed. Agreed. Yeah. I'd love to hear your podcast listeners comment on today's post, a tip or a goal you have for summer. I yeah. love that. Yeah. I know I need to, I need to collect. So right now I'm literally at three. I would like to get up to five at least. So yeah, I need some new tips. I know. Well, uh, your tips are good though. Oh, thank you. Outside of water to, and trying to be more like city girl outdoors, walking everywhere. You're always that girl. You are like the most aesthetic. I try, but no, tr- most of the time, I would say like 80% of the day, I'm sitting right in this chair. Working. But glued to the chair. Yep. Staring at a screen. I'm like, I want to be outside frolicking. In I know. Trees. So do I. Oh, to be. <laughs> Maybe one day. One day. One day. Do you have any tips on being more confident? Yes, I do. This is like one big tip that I kind of live by. I'm pretty sure Ed Milet, I'm pretty sure this is like his, where this originated from. Okay. Love him. Love listening to him on any podcast. But basically it's when you complete promises to yourself, um, that's how you build self-confidence. So for example, like, If you tell yourself, I'm going to get up, I'm going to work out before work. And you like, obviously if you snooze that alarm and you miss that workout and it's something that you were kind of wanting to do, but you just like let all of those like negative self-talks and like you, you, you don't fulfill that promise to yourself. Right. You feel kind of bad. Like you're like, I wish I would have done that, but you, the feeling of accomplishing that just even those small little promises doing that every single day, you will really start to realize how much that affects just like, honestly, like your self-worth, like the way that you look at yourself, you're like, I really commit and keep promises to myself. And I feel like that's something I really try and remind myself. I'm like, if I make this promise to myself, I'm going to do it because I'm not going to let myself down. Cause you wouldn't let a friend down. Right. So yeah, that's probably my biggest thing. I try and keep that in mind. Hundred percent. Keeping promises to yourself is everything because that's how yeah. you build a relationship with yourself. Just like how you build a relationship with a friend, it's that trust. It's hey, I'm gonna. You're saying you're gonna do something and you follow through. It is so important to show up for yourself and to keep those promises. I hundred yeah. percent agree. That's how I feel more confident when I say I'm gonna do something. I follow through because it proves to myself. Oh, not only can I trust myself, but I'm doing the things I say I'm gonna do. Exactly. You build yeah. that relationship with yourself. You're like, yeah, I can do it. And you start getting confident yeah. of, yeah, I can do these things that I set out to. I can do these simple things I promised myself, but then if I have bigger goals, I can also reach those because I know I can keep the small promises so I can dream big and keep going. Yes. 100%. And it's like, if you get off track and like, you feel really down about yourself, I feel like the, the moment that I start feeling really down on myself is when I don't keep promise after promise after promise. I'm like, I am not doing anything that I said I was going to be doing for myself. And it really like gets me, it really affects me. So if you're off track, just start by doing the, the, the tiniest things. Like you yep. say like, okay, I'm going to cook one meal at home this week, like just for the whole week one meal at home. And it's like, if you do that next week, maybe it's two meals next week, maybe it's three meals. Then by the time eventually you'll be like cooking all your meals at home, eating super healthy. And it just like really bleeds over into every aspect of your life, not just like physical and fitness, but literally it can be work. It can be relationships. It can be everything. So yeah, I, I just, I really try and keep that in mind. So I totally agree. 
Do you want to do a, uh, wait, what do I call it? Oh, like a quick fire question. Do you want to do a series? Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I had, <laughs> are you nervous? No, it's good. It's good questions. I swear. <laughs> Just okay. bringing this. So I asked Instagram, I said, hey, what are some like quick fire questions? So we'll, we'll just answer quickly, like okay. rapid fire. It'll be fun. Okay. It'll just be a couple okay. minutes. Okay. They'll be easy questions. Okay. So okay. first thing that comes to your mind, it'll be fun. I, I promise. <laughs> okay. Okay. I have to like clear my brain. Clear brain. For new I know. Things. I know. Yeah. We've, we've been getting deep. Now it's time to get surface. <laughs> We're transitioning. Okay, great. I should have I prepped you. <sighs> and we don't care what people think. Worry less. No, no, we, we don't. Less. We don't. Okay. Yeah, we this is an easy one. I promise. Okay. okay. And I can even answer first if you want me I'm to focusing in best healthy options for sweet tooth craving. Like what are your, some of your favorite things? Halo top coconut ice cream bars. They're literally phenomenal. I don't even, I'm not even a big coconut girl, but they're top tier. Amazing. I love them. Okay. That's good. That's actually a good one. Cause I was going to say fruit. <laughs> Really like screw you, Brit. No, but genuinely, summer fruit though I do is love lit. Fruit. I do, yeah. yeah. Blueberry. I've been on a big blueberry kick, which oh. like I normally don't like blueberries, but for some reason, the big juicy ones fire me up. You know there there are these orange tangerine like cream bars at Trader Joe's. Those are good. They're like a, it's like a popsicle. Ooh, that sounds good. Yeah. Okay. That that one's good. <laughs> well, that. Okay. 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 Um. Let's see if I can find another one. Best advice for feeling self-conscious being in a sports bra in the gym. Any advice? Um, I would say, okay, for me, when I'm feeling really self-conscious, I just put on a big hoodie or a uh, shirt and I just get it done because you're always going to feel better after that workout rather than if you go home and you let those thoughts win. But also think about how often you look at other people in the gym. Have you ever had like a negative thought about someone else in the gym? I haven't, I've never looked at someone and been like, Oh, like I would never, never do that. And no, that's the thing is no one is thinking that about you except for you. So you really just have to like, shut up brain, shut up brain. I'm yeah. hot. I'm going to wear this sports bra if I really want to. And yeah. if I don't, if I don't feel comfortable, I'm going to throw on a big shirt. I'm going to do it anyways. Yep. Little by little. And I'll also yeah. say like maybe in the locker room, like go in the locker room, take it off, just wear it and like, look at yourself. And maybe that's the first step. And then the next day, you know, put your hoodie or shirt back on. And then the next day, you know, do that, do your warm up. And then if you're feeling self-conscious, put your shirt on, you know, so like, if you really want to wear a sports bar, you can take those small yeah. steps where you slowly wear them more and more. Cause I know the first day yeah. I felt so weird. I was like, mm. you know, like, like I'm naked. I oh felt so naked. And <laughs> I'm like, Oh my goodness. Like what's going like, to happen. Who, who am I? Like, who, who am, am I? I, I don't think I can, yeah, I can't pull this off. So little step by little, like you can start in the locker room or just the very end of your workout, the very beginning, you know, if you want to yeah. see the pump, sneak it off and sneak it back on, you know, just yeah. wear like a loose something like Kylie said, and pop it on and off if you want. Yeah. Also I what I like to do is, um, if I'm not feeling like very confident in my, like, midsection or I feel bloated or whatever it is, whatever the issue is. If I wear a big t-shirt, I'll just like tuck it in the back of my sports yes. bra. So I still feel like, yeah, I'm like, Oh, my booty looking good. And then I'm like, but I don't have to show my stomach if I don't want to. That's usually what I did. Literally did that this morning. So same. Yeah. Good Love one. It. Good one. Okay. This one is a little bit more. There were questions about bloating. There's like 20, oh, but okay. I never know how to answer that because if I'm bloated, I just like, except that I'm bloated for the day. Like I don't try to do anything different. 
I think I've been bloated for 18 years straight. Like I'm not even kidding you. Okay. Same. And people are like, they swear like this green thing helps them with bloat. And I'm like, I don't, I genuinely don't know what any research says. So like, I never speak on bloating, but like when I'm ovulating on the time of month, I'm bloated. So that's two weeks out of the month, every month where I'm just like, whatever. So I just, I don't care. Yeah. Is that bad? What What are your thoughts? Well, bloating is, I feel like it's so not taboo, but it's like everybody's so obsessed with it. And it's yeah. like, everybody wants like a quick fix. And I feel like that is like the simple thing is like, oh, fix your bloating. And then it's like, you've lost weight or whatever the, whatever the issue is, like whatever their goal is. I feel like people honestly are looking for a quick fix, but bloating is so normal. If you eat food, if you look at it on a plate, how much, like how much volume that is, you're putting that in your body. Where is it going to go? Yeah. It's in your stomach. You're going to bloat. And it's like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I don't, I honestly don't have any tips because it's like, whenever I'm bloated, I'm like, oh, well, yeah. (laughs) Wait, I love that. I'm actually glad we talked about this because I always stray away from those comments because I'm like, I, I genuinely don't know. And like, of course you want a healthy, like gut, gut health is important. And I understand like anti-inflammatory foods can be good, but genuinely what helps with bloat? I don't know if there actually is anything. I haven't done enough research or studies or read articles to see scientifically if there's something that helps. And I'm not going to just listen to some strange detox tea that that's automatically going to help your bloat where like Kylie said, you eat food. It's going to go in your stomach, period. You're going to expand. It's got to go somewhere. (laughs) Well, and think about this. Everybody's always bloated. So isn't this a common problem? Maybe it's normal. Maybe this is normal. Like, here's the thing is like, I had like a big gut health journey and I feel like I'm finally at a point where my gut health is like somewhat stable, at least from what it used to be. Um, But it's like, I used to, I used to like genuinely suffer with like, extreme bloating to where like, I could not press on my stomach. It was like Mm. constantly in pain. And if if you're in that type of situation, definitely you need to like see a doctor, see a specialist, get some tests run for me personally. I was intolerant to whey protein. And, uh, so I know I was taking that five years straight every single day playing college soccer. Yeah. So I'm like, no wonder my body was freaking out because it was like, Hey, we don't do well with this, but you keep feeding it to me. So it's like that, that was like a whole journey of mine. So you might have some sort of intolerance, but I don't think that there's like a one size fits all with bloating. And also bloating is very normal unless it's like incredibly extreme. Yeah. Or like painful. Like you said, if you are having pain, always always go see a doctor, please. Cause it could, you know, I'm not trying to yeah. web MD and scare you, but you know, if you're, <laughs> if you're feeling pain, please go see a doctor. <laughs> but if you're like having normal blow, like every other girl, uh, yeah, I guess maybe, I don't know, maybe social media people think that like people never bloat, but like I have so much loose skin. Maybe I just need to show it more. If I have like a bad angle of me, or if I have like loose skin, I just leave it there. I don't have to like say anything. I don't have to draw attention to it. It's my body. Like it's a normal body. So I just yeah. have tried to like normalize it by just not saying anything and leaving videos in or photos in so people can see that passively. And you don't need to draw attention. That. You don't need to fix that part. I don't need to fix that. I have cellulite who freaking cares. First yeah, of all, I can't see it. So, so it's you that's seeing it. I don't care. Excuse me. <laughs> I don't see it. 
You it's think I can back. see the back of my leg? I like, look at the front. <laughs> like, you think I can see? I don't care. Yeah, that's your problem. Don't look at it if you got an issue with my cellular. Like, I don't oh care. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> no, I'm but, dead. like, that's no. why I like YouTube a lot, though, is because it's, yes. like, you get to see such a, like, unfiltered, unedited yep. aspect of people's lives. So, like, I'm going to be honest. I'm the first one. I, I love, like, aesthetic pages. I love, oh, yeah. like. I love all of that. So my Instagram, I do kind of keep it like cozy. Oh, same. Like Instagram, you know what I mean? But I'm like, you come over YouTube, honey. Mm. You'll get, you'll get all the tea, all the unfiltered,ness, everything you want to see. Yep. No makeup, my sloppy yeah. bun, my freaking glasses, pimple patches. You'll see it. All. I know literally I'm like, that is the opposite of Instagram. So yeah. just, just a reminder that that's normal. And I feel Very like for normal. creators, it, it is a balance. Like I don't, I feel like if you draw attention to like, oh my goodness, I'm so bloated today. It then subconsciously makes other people think, wait, I'm bloated. Is that bad? Is that wrong? Like, do you know what I mean? It's like, you don't want to draw attention to that when it's not a bad thing. Cellularity is not a bad thing. So I don't ever want to draw yeah. attention and try and say like, this isn't okay. Or this needs to be normalized. It's like, it's a freaking body. We all have it. Yeah. It doesn't need to be talked about period. In yeah. my opinion. No, I, I, I'm on the same exact page as you. That's kind of why I don't do like, I'll do it every now and then like pose, unpose, like, like every now and then I'll do it. But I just find that when we are so hyper fixated on like posting, I have this type on my body. I have this on my body. I have this. It makes me think about it more. And I'm like, I don't, I want to get to the point where I don't even think about that because I just don't that's not what it's about. And so, yeah, I don't know. I just, it, you can, you can honestly make an argument for both. And it's like, I know that some people really appreciate that type of content and they relate to it. Cause they're like, it makes me feel seen. It makes me feel, I, I get, I totally get that totally. Just me personally. I can't consume too much of that content. Cause it will literally make me like hyper fixate on those things on my own body. And I just know myself and that's why you curate a feed and you follow the people you want to follow. And exactly. Yeah. You can control that. I totally agree with that. <laughs> Yay. It's, it's, I truly feel like I have grown up as well. Like since I started my channels, it definitely is more on how I feel all the time. Mental health is way, way more important than, you know, than just looks. Yeah, I agree. And you can preach that all day long, but until you kind of like comes out realization, your own fitness journey, it's yep. never going to sink in. Like yep. you can, it's hard. Cause it's like, we can say it all day long, but it's really taken me. Like I've listened to people say it for so long, but I feel like until very recently, I have just figured that out in my fitness journey. So you really just have to like, kind of everybody's fitness journey is like hills and valleys, hills and valleys until you get there. So yep. yeah, yeah, no, it was definitely going through pregnancy and postpartum and completely accepting my body for what it is, not just as something to just be had or to look at just like the appreciation I have for it. It's just like, I have such a newfound relationship for it. So, I mean, that took me years and it's, it's been even more recent for that for me too. It's a personal, personal journey for sure. Absolutely. And I feel like that is more common than you even think. I I have a really close friend of mine and she's pregnant and she was an athlete and she was just telling me like, it's been really hard 
seeing my body change, even though I know that there's a reason I know that I'm literally growing a life, but like still with societal pressures, it's really hard to look in the mirror and be like, my body's changing. You know what I mean? And just be like, totally, completely okay with that. And those feelings are completely valid and completely normal. And I mean, obviously I've never been pregnant, so I wouldn't know, but like, I'm assuming I will probably have those same thoughts one day, you know? So wild. It's a cool, it's a cool experience. It, it's full yeah. circle. It's, it's so freaking cool. Yeah. Best thing, best thing I ever did for real. Yeah, it's taught me absolutely. so much about myself and like to care for other people more than myself too. Like it's the most selfless thing to be a mom. Cause like yes. everything is for Vinny. Like even trying to go to the gym, it's like it's half the time I can't get ready because like today I literally had to put him in his car seat and I just had to like grab bags, like socks and a pair of shoes and like throw it in the car. Like I wasn't even fully ready. Like just put my pre-workout in the car. Cause I'm like, I have to just finish this in the car because I, you know, it's just yeah. crazy. It's crazy. Sometimes you are literally super well. I don't know how Stop. you do it. Stop. You are, you really are. <laughs> well, thanks. <laughs> I'm impressed. You're so nice. You're the best. Let's wrap up. Let's cause I don't want to take any more of your time. You're so nice, Stephen. This is fun. No, I it love is it. so <laughs> fun. Go ahead. If you have, well, I guess, do you have any last thoughts? I feel like we've wrapped up really well. I like surprise loved talking about all of that. Cause it's just things that is so nice to hear and just discuss, but is yeah. there anything else that is kind of like on your mind or that you want to share on the podcast? Mm, let me think, you know, cause every once in a while I'm like, this thing's just really stuck out to me this week or I don't know. And if not, then you can share like a piece of advice. I always ask this question, but what's like one piece of advice you'd give your younger self? That is okay. That's tough. But I think I would say is your uniqueness makes you, you so like own it and don't try and like submerge it or hide it just because it's like, I don't know. There's so many people online nowadays. I feel like it can get very overwhelming to feel like you're just like a little fish in a big sea. But at the end of the day, like, you know, that quote, that's like, you are you and that's your freaking power or whatever. It's so (laughs) true. Like no one is you. No one talks like you. No one has your mannerisms. No one has like your personality. And it's like, at the end of the day, that's why we follow people online. Not that that's what it's all about, but if that is something you're concerned with, because sometimes I feel like that I'm like, yeah, I feel like just a fitness, another fitness influencer on it. But it's like, at the end of the day, I am Kylie and people come here for Kylie. They don't come here to watch me do back squats. You know what I mean? Like, it's like, that's great every (laughs) now and then, but they come here to connect and um, whatever makes you unique. That's like phenomenal. And just like, keep that. So I love that. That's something that I always can be reminded of because you're right. It's something where it's weird nowadays and age that social media is just, I feel like I always talk about it, but that's because everybody is on social media, whether you're consuming or creating where you look and you can just compare instantly constantly. You're always filtering all these things in and comparing it to yourself or to your life or to your experiences. And just remembering how important you are as an individual and that you matter. I just, I love that. No one else is you. It's so, 
you know, people can say it's so corny, but it's so true when you truly internalize that of how important you are, of how much you personally matter when you feel like you don't. Because even Kylie, I can't believe you feel like that. You know, where people like me, it's like, Kylie is so amazing. Why would you ever think things like that about yourself? You know? Yeah, no, I, I feel like that's probably been like the biggest struggle because like I didn't start social media thinking I was going to do this for a job. I really just started for like fun, whatever. And then it's like, kind of just did what it did. And, um, that's been like the biggest shift for me is like, I didn't think I was going to do this. So it comes with like so many pressures and stuff and just kind of like realizing that is not where my worth comes from at all. It's like, people's opinions of me. Um, cause people are always going to have opinions. So, and everyone's going to have a different opinion. Yeah. So if you took them all in, you would be going crazy. Yeah. I think that's actually something I'm really realizing is there are so many opinions and I used to think, Oh no, everybody, like, I don't want to be controversial. I don't want to say something because someone's going to say something back or rebuttal or whatever it is, but that person's just as entitled to their opinion as I am an entitled to mine. So I used to think like I couldn't have one because someone else is always going to correct me. But I'm like, actually, no, we both can have opinions on things and that's okay. And that's absolutely, it's important to still voice my opinion. You voice your opinion on things, your take experiences, and that shouldn't be like snuffed out where sometimes I feel too intimidated to say something because I'm like, oh, someone's going to come in and like totally just trash. I totally agree. But I'm like, no, I agree. Just as that person is entitled to say whatever they're going to say to me, I can say what I personally feel in my heart. So that's been a just big, because you have a platform doesn't mean you need to like, just agree with everybody, everybody all the time. Cause it's like, sometimes the loudest people in the room aren't majority. So, yep. I mean, and like, if you sharing your opinion might give someone the confidence to share theirs or whatever, whatever it is. So, yeah, cool. Yay. Well, this was so fun. Thanks Yay. for coming on, Kylie. Of course. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Go ahead and tell everybody where to find you. On Instagram, it's underscore Kylie Ross. And then um, YouTube is just my name, Kylie Ross as well. So Yay. Yay. Well, everybody go spam her. Spam, spam, spam. Aww, spam the podcast. Show her love. <laughs> we love hearing from Kylie's story. Seriously, I've wanted, yeah, I've wanted to have you on, especially after Whitney's event. I was like, oh, it's just so cool to hear from your story. So, oh, thank you. You're as well. This was so fun. It was fun. All righty, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Do you want to say bye, Kylie? Bye. (laughs) She just waves in the camera. I know. I was like, are we just stopping? Am I supposed to leave? I don't know. No, don't leave. (laughs) You are listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast. And we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.